On this episode of Healing From Within, Christine Van Conant is here, and I interview her on how she uses the Akashic Records to help find people's purpose and show people how to live a better life, next on Healing From Within. Hi, I'm Tony Valen. Welcome. Within. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Wonderful. My first question to you will be, what are your gifts and how and when did your journey begin? Hmm. You know, it's really hard to say, Tony, because, you know, gifts are, are um, sometimes ignored or not paid attention to for a long time um, because of who we think we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I first started to notice the ability to shift the way I saw things and the way I thought things were supposed to be in my mid-twenties. That it wasn't that I wasn't destined to have to be a certain person, a certain way to, you know, have a certain job, that there was many more possibilities to life and reality than I, I was taught to believe. So um, I would say that my gifts and talents have turned into um, being able to help people to see themselves in a different light, to hold space for transformation. Um, I was um, a massage therapist and a body worker and energy worker for 20 years. So I'm very tuned in to people's physical awareness of their bodies and uncomfortabilities and things that are happening within them. Um, my intuition, of course, but we all have that. So I guess um, just paying more attention to it and leaving the thoughts of, of the way it was supposed to be and be more in my imagination and more playful has brought me to a place of greater awareness about my intuition. Wonderful. Mm. Yeah. And actually, I think it's so amazing that the more we're um, playful and blissful, the more we are aware. Isn't that kind of interesting? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I came from a background where there was a lot of control and some, you know, some anger. And, you know, so that was what I chose to come into this life with. And so that was something I had to bring a lot of focus to and realize that that's what was motivating my experience of life. And when I was able to shift to that more playful, more curious place, what's called the place of the heart, my life really changed. That's wonderful. Um, I know that your main modality of working is with the Akashic Records. So can you please explain to us what the Akashic Records are? Sure, sure. Um, and if you don't like my explanation, there is a book called Akashic Records for Dummies. So. <laughs> Uh, your, um, I feel that whatever you call it and, and the way you explain it is the way it is because you've done this for quite a while and it seems to help people, right? 
It really does. Well, it helps people see themselves from a different perspective, the higher perspective, instead of being caught in that human right, wrong, good, bad kind of scenario. Right. So, um, so I would explain the Akashic Records the most simplest way, and, and this is not that I'm religious or has anything to do with religion, but Christianity explains when the, the soul leaves the body and we go to heaven, it's called heaven, that you know we have a life review. We get to see our life and what we experienced in it, how we, what we were like. Um, and the, the medium responsible for capturing that knowledge and that movie is the Akashic Records. So um, it records all of our thoughts, our experiences, um, our feelings, everything of who this soul has experienced from the beginning up until now. I, when I open the records, I don't see that all at once, but that is the capability of the Akashic Records. I also call it like um, God's ear. So um, if something is, something happens and it's not recorded. So the old saying, like if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? And the truth is that it doesn't make a sound, that it has to be heard to be made so. So for our lives to come into this 3D experience, it has to be recorded to be made real, so to speak, for us to experience it. And the Akashic Records gets bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes by and the universe gets bigger and astronomers and, and um, people who study universes are noticing that everything keeps getting bigger. And it, because the Akashic Records is growing with all of the experiences. I mean, it, it also not only holds the experience of humans, but everything on this planet and every other planet and galaxy that, that has a name. So it can get pretty big and pretty esoteric and pretty wild. But what I, my specialty is helping people see what's going on in their body, their blockages, and kind of connect that to past lives and present life. Understood. So uh, I, I wonder if that brings up so many questions. My first question <laughs> in, in as far as in that uh, line of questioning is the Akashic. So the Akashic records are real time recording. I mean, in other words, they're not pre-recorded with future events that you can drop in there and check it out. It's just from now to past lives, you know, and the past. Exactly. It's being recorded this moment to the next moment to the next moment. So, you know, even if you've had psychic readings, you know, you'll say, well, some people are really good at it and some people aren't. And it's not really the truth. It could be that you've just made a different choice and go on a different direction. And that's what showed up now because we have all of these possibilities that we came in with. I believe we also chose our life and our parents and our experiences here. Yes. And we can always make a different choice, but we can't escape the experiences that we want to have. We might have it through a different scenario or a different person, but we've set things up to experience things in a certain way. Absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, we have free will, but we also have to know that we have to take responsibility for our choices. 
And the cool thing is the records, I see the Akashic records when I use them, is if I told you, Tony, what was going to happen in your future, right? Why would you even try to change it or do something different? So it can be very disempowering. Yeah. Right. To tell somebody that this is going to happen and then you don't have to have responsibility for it. So uh, the records will help when you work with me with them, because everyone works with them in a different way. Mm -hmm. I help you to see what tools, what holes you fall in, who triggers that, what's the emotion that triggers it and where it's held within the body. That's, you know, one, that's my gift. But the Akashic records can be used for anything. You can see how vast the information is. Perfect. When you first started this process, uh, I heard you say that you just, uh, did you train for it or was it something that just hit you because of a certain event in your life or how did it all begin? No question. Um, so it all started when I, you know, I started doing body work and I had, I had my hands on people and I realized I knew things, but I thought it was because the body was communicating to me through the, through the, the actual touch. Um, and the more that I did that and then worked with energy, things started opening up. I started seeing things. I started knowing things. And then fast forward another 18 years, <laughs> um, I was at a, like a retreat, a weekend retreat, and someone was offering Akashic record readings. And I was like, oh, gosh, my, the bells went off in my head. And I remembered about Edgar Casey and um how cool i thought that was and i was like right in line i was the first person to have a session with her and when she opened up my records tears just came down my eyes i just was filled with this energy this emotion that was moving through me and when i opened my eyes and looked at the woman who was doing this for me tears were coming down her eyes it's gonna make me cry every time i talk about this yeah. and she said the records are saying welcome home and it was, it felt like I'd been there forever, but it was a place that I was only bumping into. I didn't know how to get there on a consistent basis. And I didn't have to have my hands on people to be able to do it. So it was a pretty profound, not connected to the records and then connected to the records. But in the same breath, I have to say that intuition and the Akashic records are the same thing. Wow. Yeah, it's the same vibrational place that we go to, to touch in with that knowing. So I just say that uh, your intuition is like having a flashlight light. Mm -hmm. And the Akashic Records just is like turning on an overhead light, you can see things from different angles or different perspectives. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, so when someone comes, uh, comes and, and does a session with you, they come in and they want your help. Can you walk us through the process of what they can expect? Oh, sure. Um, and, and of course, when I say that, it can be different for every person. But, Absolutely. Yeah, right? well, the general guideline. Yeah, so generally, um, the, the first thing that I do is I have, you know, a, an intro a session with somebody just to talk to them and make sure that it's a good fit and that what I'm offering um, is something that they're looking for. And... Then what I do is people ask if they need to prepare anything and you really don't. Um, and when it's your first session, I get information about past lives, present life, what you came in with, what your challenges are, what your gifts are. 
Um, and I talk for maybe, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and it's always a conversation back and forth. So I, I think I get that initial download. So people know that I'm in their records and, and then we can kind of relax into what really brought them there. So what can I offer? So I help people to identify the holes that they fall in the places where there's maybe irritation or a rub or a place where you feel like you can't get through or can't get by. Um, there might be a physical um, experience happening, some pain or an illness or something that's actually manifesting in the body. I'm really good at working with that. I can, I've got really good medical intuitive sense. And, and, during the session, there's many different modalities that I can use within the realm of the Akashic Records. So the records has given me a brighter light into my intuition and what's going on with the person. And then I use things like um, Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian forgiveness prayer, and teach people to do that themselves, or um, using breath and body awareness. And letting the body talk in ways of experiences that may be unconscious, that when you're in the records and you go to the body can arise. But people actually have a physical experience of what's, of what's happening within the session. Like you'll feel one way one minute and we'll talk about things and do some energy or do some clearing or do a ho'oponopono and then you can feel a shift. Something that was there has now gone or it's gotten lighter or heavier or denser or moved to a different part of the body. And the end result, Tony, the, the, the place that I'm trying to help people go to, to be the guide to is helping them to relax into what's here now, whatever's present and letting go of what they think they should be or the, who they should be, the way things should be or who they should be. And by doing that, we open up, um, we make space in the physical body to, and so we can have it more of the light of who we really are. Because that vibrational frequency of the truth of who we are is a very high frequency, and I'm just going to call it love, right? Mm -hmm. And whenever love hits something that's not of the same frequency from here or lower, it dissolves it. So through that dissolving, through presence, awareness, the Akashic Records, talking all of this during the session, we become more of who we want to be, more peace, more openness, um, less judgment, more joy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. You know, and uh, you mentioned a prayer of forgiveness. Uh, I I assume that the prayer of forgi forgiveness is for self-forgiveness. Is that right? Yeah, for believing the, the things that aren't true about ourselves, that we're not worthy or you're not good enough or that um, that you can't do, you know, whatever it is that shows up, you're, we tell on the truth. So we say, okay, so... I'm judging myself. So, okay, so I do a ho'oponopono and I say, please forgive me for believing in judgment. 
because I do believe in it and it's really not true in the vibration of love. And through telling the truth that this is really what's here, judgment is really here, it loses its power um, to control us or to pull you off course into whatever you were just in a minute ago. Right. Yeah. And you tell the truth and it liberates energy. Yeah. And, and you know, that uh, shift or change that you talk about when an Akashic Records reading is done, um, that change, it, it's like a release and it is a forgiveness of forgiving yourself and getting to know yourself better, so to speak, or believing yourself, right? Yes, not the stories, right? Because the stories were something that the mind made up or someone told you was true or told you it was true. And that pattern, that cycle keeps repeating until we learn to meet it with acceptance, which is love, which is this higher vibration to help it dissolve. Wow. Because resistance is really like, yeah, you resist something. Well, I'm, I'm judging. And if, if I don't accept that I'm judging, I, I'm also hitting a wall besides judging because I want it to be different. Right. Yeah. Right. And then that's a double whammy. Absolutely. Yeah. Where's the joy in that? Uh, yeah. It, true. <laughs> so um, have you ever come across someone that comes to asking for help because, you know, you just explained the process and what it does for people. Say someone is really ill and uh, they've received uh, some type of, uh, you know, talk with the doctor saying, hey, listen, uh, you're not going to make it. You have this type of cancer or whatever. Do you have you had a situation where you help someone get past that and actually find a cure within themselves? That's a tricky question that I could get into as far as medically. So I'm going to tiptoe around it. OK, sure. Absolutely. Uh, so. Um, what I'm going to say is when density is no longer able to live in the physical body because of the vibration of love that you're bringing in, not through an affirmation, not through a thought, but experiencing the density that's here, all of those things that we couldn't handle or didn't want to handle that we put to the side that we kept pushing down in the physical body when they're uncovered and they're met with open arms, let's say miracles can happen. Oh, I just got the goosebumps, right? So, and a miracle to me, this is Marianne Williamson's or the Course in Miracles quote, is a shift in perception or perception. Being able to see yourself differently than the conditioning. Even if it's for a moment, there can be an opening and a shift. And it's never too late. I've worked with families and children all the way up to my oldest client was 86. It's never too late to start letting go of who you thought you should be or the way your life should have been. Because that really locks us into the past. Did that answer your question? Yes, yes. Actually, well, that's the perfect, uh, that's the perfect answer to a question I didn't know how to ask until you gave me the answer. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Um, so without being specific, of course, of, about talking names and whatnot, can you give us a couple of examples of stories of people that, uh, have come to you 
you know, searching for answers and you were able to help them? Absolutely. So I'll give you an example of a, a woman that came to me um, and she didn't even know what she was coming for. And it was only like a, a half hour session. It was a very short session, but she was very open. So she came to me because she was having a challenge in her life and felt like things were really stuck and caught with her, her family, and, and her youngest child was going to go to kindergarten in a year. And he was having a lot of challenges with attention deficit, with, um, you know, all of those labels they put on, you know, children that don't fit into the norm or can't sit still. Um, and we ended up, instead of talking about her, we ended up talking about him. And so I said, well, what's going on with him? And she said, well, she goes, he has to, he's going to kindergarten next year and he's in preschool and he, he only draws on paper with black and red crayons. And he's always jumping off the top bunk on his bunk bed. And I'm afraid he's going to hurt himself and I don't know what's going on. So I've, I had her records open and, and because she's his mother, I got all of the information about him from her. And it turned out that he was a kamikaze pilot in a past life. And as he was going down to hit his target, he realized what he was doing was not honorable, that he was going to kill people and never see his family again. So he was very torn with this regret of, of doing what he was supposed to be doing and, and um, his honor and his life and his family. And all we did was talk about it. I didn't do any healings at that moment. I didn't, you know, we didn't know prayers or anything. And two weeks later, she called me back and she said, he has stopped jumping off of, um, of the bed and he now uses all the colors in the crayon box. So the point of the story is you never know where a, a session is going to lead you or what's gonna open, but I always trust whatever's showing up is exactly what's needed at that moment for that person or someone that's connected to that person. Right. So that's just one, that's just one example of, you know, oh, and I still work at her acupuncture clinic. She called me after that happened with him and she said, will you come work with me? And I, I've been working with her for eight years in her clinic in Sarasota. Wow. That, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's so um, wonderful. So uh, she came to you with no idea of what she was asking for. So did it, I mean, I know that it was a big help to help her son, but uh, obviously it must have given her some help or release as well, right? Oh my gosh. The whole, the, oh, I forgot to, yeah, the end part was like that tightness and that stuckness in the family structure where everyone in the family felt stuck. It all shifted. It all shifted. Wow. Um, there was one woman I worked with in California who had extreme scoliosis. And, and I'd been working with her for about six months and she finally said, you know, I have scoliosis. Can we work with it? And I said, yeah, we'll have to commit to a certain amount of sessions and I can go through each vertebrae and we can look at what emotions, what past lives, anything that's caught in those vertebrae and we can clear it. 
And within six months later, her, her scoliosis was, was cleared. Wow. <clears throat> That's amazing. Yeah. I really do. <clears throat> um, so in, in working with the Akashic Records, does it somehow tie in with our souls? or Because I know that uh, in all other metaphysical things like psychics, you know, I can kind of, they can kind of talk about mediumship and mediums talk about psychic. Are you anywhere within that realm of work or is it yours totally different? No, it's all of that. It is. So some, uh, sometimes a relative will show up, but I don't specifically um, say I do that, but sometimes it happens. Or um, I can, with the Akashic Records, remember you said it's only happening up until this moment? Yes. But if you look at the past, we can pace, we can look at the future based on the past. If nothing changes, if nothing shifts, what is probable to come? So that could be like a psychic prediction, if there's a prediction. Um, and the soul and its history is the thing that keeps moving, but the personalities is where all the flavor comes from and the trauma and the drama and the uh, think of the soul as kind of the container that holds the personality. Mm -hmm. right? And the, the soul leaves with the breath, the personality leaves, but that personality stays intact. And then the soul goes on and has another experience. Okay. So that's how mediums can still talk to your grandmother that may have been, you know, not embodied for 50 years, but her soul may have reincarnated someplace else. That is interesting. Uh, can yeah. you, can you uh, give me a little more on that? Because I'm trying to understand that that's a hard concept to. It really is. So let's just say that we are multidimensional beings besides a soul. Okay. So what I've come to understand in the sixth dimension, what they call it, some people call it the seventh, the dimension before like God or the oneness is the, the masters, teachers, loved ones, all of the, you know, like there's another dimension within there. And there is no linear time. So uh, consciousness exists, but it doesn't play by our rules. And that's what we're accessing any, an intuitive, our intuition, you know, spirit guides, angels are all in that realm. And it's hard for the human mind sometimes to even give words to it. I, I mean, I, we try to explain it, but it's more of a, more of a knowing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like the more I, you know, uh, learn about this and, and uh, go through my journey and understand all the different modalities and what people do. It seems like you're exactly right. You just can't explain it. And then sometimes, like, for example, what you just explained to me, I've heard it, but I'm telling you right now, it's probably going to take me a week or two before I can finally kind of make some sense of it in my in my head. I know what you're saying. I I, I feel it. But to put it in, in, in a way that I can really say, okay, I got it now. It's going to take me a while. That's, that's a perfect point. So the point being is that we're leaving the mind and figuring things out. We're being asked to do that to, and to come to the body, to sensations and the heart and soul live over here. 
So it's not an understanding. It's almost like a trust of something we can't see, feel, or know in this dimension, but we know that there's something there, right? Right. Right. So it's that in that place, that curiosity, if you can be curious about that space, um, more of it will come to you, but it won't, it might not show up as a thought. It will be a knowing that kind of bubbles up from your body. Right. And, you know, uh, as far as, you know, I've, uh, I've come along in my journey and I, even now, as I think about what I'm going through and what I'm learning and, and things I try to put together, I'm hoping that people watching this show and listening to, to you and, and my other guests, that they're, doing exactly what you just talked about, you know, coming to an understanding that is beyond our own and into a faith and a trust like you just mentioned. Because that's the essence of the truth of everything. The whole universe is that, that, that particle of, again, for, for a lack of a better word, with just love that is the seed of all creation that is in everything. So when we can remember that, that has the force to create the universe. So as a human being, getting caught in our beliefs of who we were 30, 40, 50 years ago is getting very antiquated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we're moving into a time and space now where it's really blowing up. And that's what people are saying. Like, I'm in the dark night of the soul. It's horrible. My, everything's falling apart. I don't know who I am anymore. It's like, yay. Yay, I say yes, because who we were, who we thought we were, is not the truth. Wow. Yeah. And it's got it's to blow up or explode or implode. or We have to kind of almost be in crisis of some sort to really have a transformation because we have to be willing to let go. Yeah, that is true. And it, and it helps you move on to the next chapter of your life. And then you've got the Phoenix rising effect, right? Every can be burned down and then you can rise back up again. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So everything that you do, uh, I know you provide as a service. Are you also able to teach people how to do what you do? This is my passion. My passion is to teach people to do this for themselves and for other people. Wonderful. There's nothing more exciting and um, empowering than to watch someone tune into their own intuition and stop going other places, right? right? Or thinking the answer is out there when you have the, you can have the tool to open your own records and ask all the questions. I also teach people how to ask questions because that's, that's also an art. Um, and then I have ongoing classes for people who've uh, taken the main learn to read your Akashic records or for other people to support you and help your own personal process. Because a lot of healers will learn a healing modality and do it for others and then not for themselves. Yeah. So I help them stay focused on themselves and, you know, move along on their journey too. And I have teachers that help me. That's wonderful. So if people want to look you up for classes or whatnot, how can they, you know, get to you how can they uh, sign up for classes or anything that you offer so i have a facebook page it's akashic records with christine and i also have a website that's not up to date yet it will be getting there shortly um it's akashic records with christine.com and 
my phone number's on there. The best way to get in touch with me is to text me if you're in the U.S. And if not, the um, the email is Akashic Records with Christine. It's, it's pretty consistent. <laughs> wow. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so in, in concluding our interview and, or in talking to you, which time flies, I'm telling you, um, I wanted to ask you, do you think you found your purpose? Mm. That could be a trap. So um, <laughs> I want to find the right way to answer that. Have I found my purpose? I believe that we're always in and on purpose. That everything is unfolding exactly as the divine plan that I chose before I got here. But there's a, a bigger comfortability that we can be in and being a human and being in a human body and having a human experience that can make that purpose feel more open and more and easier to be with. Okay. Okay. So I don't think a purpose is a, is something I came here to do. I think the purpose is coming here to learn to be with what's here. Hmm. And my, and my reaction, if I have a reaction to what's happening inside or outside, then that's where the growth edge is. That's where I can lean into um, and become more aware of presence, love, stillness, meeting things more with an open heart. Oh, yeah, I agree. Same here. Yeah. If you had the opportunity, would you change anything about your life the human would <laughs> it's not it's not it's not good enough it can be done better i need more of it um <laughs> it needs to be different you know the human has all these objections to what's here oh. so if you can leave the human's um needs and go to the desire of the heart you see that the perspective is a little bit different. Um, and yeah. we are here, we're living in duality. So we are both. And so it's kind of bringing both parts like the soul and the personality together a little bit more. So there's more uh, cohesiveness and less separation in, in that duality, more of a comfort. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, Christine, I want to thank you very much for joining me uh, on the show. And, um, like she said, for any information about Christine or getting a hold of her, you can go to, uh, can you give us the, the website again and the Facebook page, please? It's Akashic Records, A-K-A-S-H-I-C, Records with an S, R-E-C-O-R-D-S, with, uh, and Christine is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, dot com or the Facebook page. Wonderful. I look forward to seeing you. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I, I appreciate everything you've shared with us. And I'm sure people are going to find it very interesting.
protection 